This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Break layers and ball shorts. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amar Hawkins. Appreciate you rocking with me on another episode of Ball Hawk Show. This is the Who's on the Line. Edition. If you haven't been paying attention or following the series, this is my conversations with former Wahoo greats and also current Wahoos who are uh, preparing for the NFL draft. So this is another episode. Make sure you subscribe to the Ball Hawk Show podcast, iTunes, Spotify, um, Anchor, uh, Podbean, any podcast platform, and also available on YouTube. And as always, the Ball Hawk Show is sponsored by Able Insurance. Go to ableinsurance.net for all your insurance needs. That's home, auto, business, life insurance. That's Able Insurance. Service in the state of Virginia for over 20 years. And if you go to the offices right up here off Ryle Road, tell them the Ball Hawk sent you, and they'll definitely look out for you. And as you know, we always got to make sure you go get the merch. Go to sthujuice.com. Dot com. That's S-T-H-U-Juice.com for all your Shut the Hell Up Juice apparel. Go get it now while supplies last. Things are selling out, but we always keep that Petty Hawk hoodie on deck. So make sure you go get that new Petty Hawk hoodie. I got the B-Grade hoodies. I got a lot of selections. Just go up there. And if you miss any podcast or you miss anything I do as far as in the media with um, the walkthrough and also on CBS 19, Make sure you go to AhmadHawkins.com, and that one site has everything I've done as far as in front of the camera, and also on, all my hawk. podcasts will link to that site as well, courtesy that. of Podbean. And if you ever want to hit me up, go to the contact section. section. If you got an issue with them, hit them up. Write a little note, and it comes straight to my email, theballhawk9 at gmail.com. But if you don't want to enter that, just go right to the contact section, right, and send me you take it away information and what you said. Right to my email. So before he bullies I'm, I'm me, excited. there's Petty Hawk with his introduction of his favorite player. Yeah, let him know who we talking about. Cause you know we get three of them things and we ain't call Melo Anthony. We ain't going to the temple. We going to the neck. And I just realized something, Ball Hawk. The last three episodes, you had me giving hints, but the people knew who you were interviewing because you putting up photos and a name in the day on description. So without further ado. Before you introduce him, I'm going to introduce him. My guy, BP. And I'm not talking about gas, but he'll give you that gas if you ever try to rush him 
and he get out of the pocket. We talking about three to the neck, top five, dead or alive, quarterback. Because that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. My heart rolling, roll, rolling. It's my quarterback. One. What up, what up, what up, what up? Here we go, another Who's Online edition. And finally, as Petty Hawk said, we got the man on the line that the fans been waiting. No, I had to make him wait, man. You know, it's the main event. You can't, you can't just throw him out there first. You know, he always protected. I talked to his uh, brethren on defense, Bryce Hall, and I talked to his two receivers, and now I got the quarterback. Three to the neck, my man, Bryce Perkins. What's good with you, BP? What up, what up, what up, what up, though? Hey, there you go. Look, look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to give a a, a, a B perk edition of that. Hey, do what you do, man. We're going to make that a drop there. You know what I'm saying? You (laughs) just gave me an idea. (laughs) Hey, man. Pay homage, pay homage. Yo, man, you know, I definitely appreciate it. I'm always humble, man. Um, Shoot, since the first time we we chopped it up on, on the walkthrough, we really got a chance to meet, man. You always been the hunting with me, and, uh, you know, I always been an advocate of you, but. Uh, it's just a beautiful thing to see things come in fruition, man, to see you winning in the end. But uh, the fans want, wanted me to get you on this platform. I definitely want to get you on this platform and just allow you to uh, share your story and, and your journey right now getting ready for the draft. So we here, bro. So how everything been going since the bowl game? Man, it's been going good. Definitely took some about two weeks off. Um, you know, me, me and a couple of guys, Joe and, and Chuck and uh, a number of guys, uh, Haas, Sharp, we, we took kind of a, a two weeks off, stayed in Miami for like a little vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we were definitely in the right spot for that. So, yeah, um, yeah, we, we were definitely in the right <laughs> spot, you know, for the vacation with the bowl game and everything. So took two weeks off and then went down uh, to California. And I've been here for for about almost two months now. Mm. Uh, training, training uh, early, early, early mornings, late nights. Getting home, uh, you know, body tired. But uh, you know, this, around this time is when you're definitely starting to see uh, kind of your peak and, and kind of you know all the training is paying off. Uh, and, and then you know now we're rolling. So only have a, t- a couple more weeks out here, and then after that, and then it's really going to start rolling with with private workouts and pro days and. And everything like that So I'm excited Looking forward to it Definitely Yeah man You talked about You know After the, the bowl game Versus uh, Florida Staying In Miami And you was a part Of the Airbnb Because Joe talked about The Airbnb And how he could get used To this type of life Is, is that your same sentiments Like how was it Just knowing Because I asked Assis too Like You know Usually at the bowl games You had a couple Down weeks And then you gotta get ready To go to class but knowing you didn't have any class anymore, what was that feeling for you while you was chilling in in Miami? Man, it was it was cool. It definitely gave us, uh, you know, a kind of a feel of you know NFL players after they're done, they take so many months off or uh, so many weeks off, depending on how far they go in the playoff. Um, and, and it's different not not having to stress about class the next day or class the next week mm-hmm. and and picking classes and everything like that. Uh, and I was talking to my mom earlier this week and she was asking me like do I miss college I said yeah I miss college but I don't, I don't miss the school part at all yeah and that's and, fast and, uh, <laughs> and yeah yeah and not not one bit you couldn't pay me to go back <laughs> right now but uh, <laughs> but yeah I mean we was in Miami and, and especially Miami 
is is everything is it seems like it's money everywhere flowing everywhere mm-hmm. so um you know going out and doing doing you know stuff with the guys um definitely sets sets the stage of you know okay you want to do all these things you better make sure you're successful you better make sure your money's long because you know it, it to live that type of life is not cheap yeah and uh you know we were out there you know we saw we saw guys you know that played in the league and you know they, they were just you know blowing money and and to them it wasn't a lot like to us you know we, we like we didn't play anymore we, we were in college but you know our money wasn't wasn't long and it's still not long yet so um you know it is more more motivation just to you know get out there and work hard and you know you, you see the guys you know even whatever they're spending it's a result of their hard work and their dedication to the game so uh, it's even more motivation when, when you get a goal and, and see things like that yeah man because you know you talk about you know the money being long you're in miami we we see it on tv all the time you know if you watch this watch the new bad boys for life it, it was shot down there in miami so yeah we, we know the lights and the glitz but how was it for you because i know you know a former thousand yard receiver you know came and chopped it up with y'all alama day how was it just speaking with him about you know his first year in the league like that but it was cool i mean just just to hear from him i mean he always says you know he comes back and he definitely like like man y'all can play in this league it's not like uh you know you see everything on tv and you're like man those guys and they're they're the leader of the league mm-hmm. but um but you know alamade came back and he said yeah man you said y'all can play in this league trust me I, i've been around guys you know in the league and, and it's you know the work we put in at uva is, is 10 times harder or you know the competition sometimes at uva was was 10 times harder you know oh was going against bryce hall and tim harris and juan all the time so you know we we get that we get that 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 good bump in practice yeah that's a fact so you know yeah so every time he comes back even you know all the guys want to him and he they always tell us that yeah you're better than you know a lot of the guys that's in the league right now and you know uh you know it's it's cool that you know he comes back and tells us that but also just as a person you know oh hasn't changed none of the guys have changed really and you know just they're they're still down to earth guys and, and still you know we can chop it up like you know they've been gone for so many months but they come back we chop it up like nothing ever happened so they haven't left you know and we still here so you know great guys and definitely that's just a part of what uva you know the brotherhood like kind of the the uh the core principles of the program that mm. you know you, you they stick with you no matter where you go and you know it gotta be cool chilling with a lotto stud like Chuck. I, I do want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky D. Shout out to yeah. Chucky D, man. That dude legendary, yeah. man. That that dude smile, man. His personality, yo. It, it, it's never a dull moment around him. I thought I was a goofball. He got me beat, man. He is that guy. Yeah, he is like. It, it's funny, like. Um, he didn't see the field a lot, but like his name is is everywhere in UVA. Like, yes, he's he, he's he's the he's he's the energy, the spirit, the voice. Um, there was like two games he 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 didn't travel because he was sick, and you mm-hmm. can tell like the different energy on the sideline. And and you know he, he's a he's a good dude. He just wants uh, he wants everybody to succeed really truly, and he's truly not selfish about um, you know the, the limelight and. Um, everything like that and and trust gonna be you know trust gonna be a millionaire one day i always told yeah. him that it's close to brand is dope. he got he got a he got a he got a hustling mind i always tell him uh 
I said, yeah, you you a you a hustling man, B. You know, give him a line about paid in full. I tell him that all the mm. time because he, he he be hustling. He he be getting to the money. Oh, so, no doubt. I see his hustle. Yeah, he be getting to the money. And he's a good dude, cornball goofy. You know, guy like that having around is definitely good, you know, especially, you know, life life can be stressful. He definitely takes it down a notch. Yeah, he definitely does. I always think of <laughs> And when I look at next Friday, Uncle Elroy, I'd be like, yo, that's that's Chuck right there. Lotto. <laughs> that is that, that is Chuck. <laughs> that is Chuck. That's Chuck for sure. That's about God. So here we go, man. We're gonna we're gonna rewind it. We talked about we talked about the end as far as after the bowl, but we're gonna we're gonna take it back to Chandler High School, bruh. All okay. the way to Chandler High School. Back in 2014, you helped doing win the first state championship since 1949. When you that age, are you aware at are you aware of the historical context of making it to a state championship and and winning? I know, like leading up to the game, you know, a reporter reminds you or they inform you. But you know, did you know about that historical context about how important it was to win state for Chandler and, and what that can do for that program and for your legacy? Uh, I mean, a little bit, but I mean, I feel like when I was in Chandler, um, I'm just sure pretty much anywhere I go, I, I've always had that mindset of, um. You know, anytime like I, I'm involved in something, I I want to be considered like one of the best to ever do it. So, mm-hmm. my 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 years at Chandler when I was took over the reins, my junior year, um, every game I I went out in every season, I I just you know went out to be to to play like and be considered to be the one of the best to ever have been through Chandler. Mm-hmm. And the kind of that's how I kind of just play the game, and everything else falls in line and. And I hate losing. That's just part of me. So yes, you do. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> yes, you that's do. that's just part of me. So um, you know, every game I, I, I go out and, and after the, you know, you know, we win and and even though we're winning, 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 you know, my mind's like, okay, like we got we got to win the next one. We just got to win the state. We got to win this one more so than it's like, okay, we haven't won state in so many years. So we have to make sure we do it this time to you know get another state championship you know under our belt. Um, you know, I just go out there, but like, all right, we can't lose. That's that's plain and simple. And and for us to be considered one of the best, uh, that's how we have to do it. And I think that's that's followed me to Virginia. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Coach Coach Mendenhall always like towards the end of the season, he he put up the the chart of how many UVA teams won eight games, how many UVA teams won nine, ten, eleven, yep. and and everything like that. You know, he, that was a big part of you know, especially towards the end when we had the opportunity to go to win eleven games. Um, but you know, I just I just wanted to go out there and you know, have people consider this UVA team that that's this uh, 2019 UVA team to be one of the best teams, if not um, one, like the best team in the decade. Or like one of the one of the best things that I have, you know, been through there. And yeah. that's that's how I kinda went out my mindset and, and definitely was to be one of the best to be considered um to come through. UVA, you know, Chandler, um, wherever I go. I mean I'm I'm gonna take that mindset with me. Yeah, man, you got the greatness mindset. I always, you know, try to tell you know, I share with people, be legendary, be forgotten, whether it's your career, whether it's one play. But when you strive to be legendary, you, you're remembered. And, you know, yeah, it doesn't so. it like people think it's just like you got to have a legendary career. And I just said, no moments like create moments. Like I'm a, like me and Hasis was joking because I'm a huge fan of battle rap. And I always say in battle rap, you just got to have one or two moments and they forget mm-hmm. everything else you talked about those three rounds. 
and it's the same thing with sports have legend make legendary plays have a legendary moment and people will forever like correlate you with that game like that's that's what you strive for and when i look at you in high school the one thing that confuses me and irritates me is that you know you coming out of high school they calling you a dual threat but when i look at what you did three thousand yards passing 46 touchdowns is it six interceptions you had less than 700 yards rushing so to me that's just a quarterback and so during the recruiting process how was for you seeing that you completed 72 percent of your passes for your career being put in that box of being a dual threat or did you fully understand what that title meant when you was coming out of high school no uh i mean i i, I already know uh you know, anytime uh, one, anytime you're a black quarterback, you're going to get labeled that regardless. Okay. And, and uh, yeah, because Jameis Winston was labeled uh, a dual threat. Yeah, he, he slow like, as hell. Yeah, he run a. <laughs> I, don't, I think he run a four nine or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Something like that. So I, I already know. And, and and growing up, my parents have have you know you know they let me know that's how it going that's how it's going to be and and I'm aware of you know being put in that in that box. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I take it, I take it, you know, with stride. That's what kind of pushes me and motivates me to, um, you know, work on the 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 passing or or the 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 pocket the pocket passing, you know, uh, skills over the years. And that's what kind of kind of the things that I really focus on. So, um, you know, even though a dual threat, I mean, that's what that's what the game is now. The game's evolving in the the era of mobile quarterbacks mm-hmm. is is definitely taking over. Um, but I always, I always try to, you know, improve the passing part of the game so it can be, um, a quarterback that's athletic, not an athlete at quarterback. That's kind of the mindset I kind of try to take. And, and every year I try to fix every, uh, fix something from the previous year that can make me a better passer. And, you know, and you're still, I'm still going to, I'm still getting in anybody if, you know, coming through high school, that's, that's really athletic or, really really can move is going to get that label of you know they can switch positions or they can play any position mm-hmm. um you know that's why uh, that you got to make sure your game's so tight and and the your your passing and your your knowledge of the game is is increasing every year so even though people say that you still have the stats and you still have the uh you still have the performance like <clears throat> uh better than you know some of the pocket passers and it's always it's always going to be like that. I mean, I mean, I can't deny, you know, I, I have the gift of being able to run and be able to escape and be able to move. Yeah, absolutely. But but um, I, I take I take that and that's natural for me. And then, you know, I'm just going to keep on improving my passing game. So, you know, I can be feared in both. Yeah. And, you know, just just feeling the vibe through the phones is like. You don't take it as a knock. You use it as motivation. But you also understand that, hey, I know I'm blessed to be able to run. So I'm not going to pull a Donovan McNabb and just sit in the pocket just so I can show you. I'm going to do what's best for my team. But at the same time, I'm going to continue to work on my craft. Because that one team, I just want to send four and drop a bunch of people to box me in. And I can show you that I could be cerebral and manipulate safeties with my eyes and things like that. So I definitely always got that vibe for you because... Um, I never really seen you really get upset or or defensive if somebody tried to say you struggle with some port of passing. I always seen you just go out there. Like if somebody say, hey, he's locking on to this. 
I could tell about two games later, you could purposely see your head going from one side to the other. I could see that through film. I'm like, yo, he listened. Like, I always say you never took things personal. You never was petty and, and not talked to somebody. It's like you wanted those folks because you're like, at least I know that they're going to help me get better at what I do. Because that's just what I've seen from you since you came to UVA. Yeah. And 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 that comes from because I know I'm, what I'm capable of. You know, if I was if I was someone that um, you know that that got butter every time, you know, that kind of shows some. <laughs> you know, you feel me? Yeah. That kind of shows some um, insecurities in your game. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know what I'm capable of, and I see progressions like in myself. You know, every week. So, you know, uh, when someone says something, I say, okay, all right, bet they, they think that, all right, bet I'm gonna come back tenfold. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm just gonna show them, put the tape on. That's it. And kind of like, uh, you know, I remember hearing some, you know, from the Florida State coach that said, okay, we schemed for him as a runner, but we didn't know he could pass that good. Mm. And, 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 and it's things like that that, um, you know, that lets you know that you're improving your game and, and still you got to keep going and keep going. So when you get to it, to teams, if teams want to um, game plan for one thing, they got to be aware of the other thing. If not, if not, you're going to kill them and you're going to torture them. And, and um, if, if teams come with that mindset with me, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be a wrap. It's going to be a long day for them. Ooh, strike up the band on them, boy. So yeah. when you was coming out of high school, man, so, you know, you end up going to Arizona. Was that a school that you, you know, when you were playing in high school, I want to stay here close to home. I want to go to Arizona. Or did it just come down to, you know, the coaches and, and the way they recruited you? Oh, man, no, no. I, I always thought I was going to go out of state, um, even up to like the week or two before I committed. Um, I, I, was, I was always, you know, I was thinking about going to Washington. Okay. One of the coaches, the coaches recruiting me at Washington. Um, I was supposed to go down there and I was going to commit when I got down there. Um, and then Jake Browning, they took Jake Browning. We were in the same class. So, and then my dad went to ASU. And, mm-hmm. and the coaches that were there at the time, Mike Novell was was a really good recruiter and and just really pitched the idea of being a hometown hero with me. So uh, after that, you know, idea of staying home close um, with the family. My dad went there. Uh, I know some of the people are already up there because of my dad. Um, I thought that was a good move for me at the time, and so I pulled the trigger and and, um, and yeah, and then and then everything went off from there. So when you when you when you got the um you know Arizona I don't want to really talk about the neck injury because I feel like you you talk about that a lot I think everybody <laughs> know that story you feel me and that's just that's just me I like to stay away from that but um I do want to say that reading about that story I love the fact that you 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 walk and you bet on yourself like the, the people don't know the decision you made you bet on yourself in in a sense because from my understanding. They you you elected not to have surgery, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So you that would have took me out. Yeah, and the rest is history. So um, when you you know when that took place in Arizona and you transferred to JUCO, um, what was that like, man? Because you know you basically go you're in a sense back in the mud and just let the fans know like the mentality of what was going through Bryce's mind as far as his transition to JUCO, where he felt like he would go from there. Man, I remember uh, before, so like in June, like the early part of June, uh, 
you know, I, I, we took a visit out there, me and, me and my mom, my pops. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the Juco in Arizona Western is, is so, you go out there, so it's like about 15 minutes from Mexico. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> in, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, and we like five, we like five minutes, we like five minutes away from prison and then 15 minutes away from the border. And other than that, they're like the town's small. It's a big agricultural like town. And we got out there. I was like, man, I don't know how to do this. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like, man, uh, you know, tip, I mean, coming from ADCU, you know, you have everything. You know, it's, it's a city. Um, you have, you know, uh, nice dorm, nice apartments, mm-hmm. uh, all the facilities, the everything. And, uh, you know, taking a trip to Juco, um, it was like, man, okay, I got to get used to this. I, I wasn't tripping too much because I was excited to play football. Yeah, in general, but I was definitely like, all right, this is gonna take some time to get used to. Uh, I mean, and it was. Uh, it got the last back, chance you uh, vibe going, for you. I mean, cut you off. What? Did it have the last chance you vibe for you when you got? It there? had the last. Yeah, it had the last chance you vibe, except without the trees. It was all dirt. <laughs> oh my god! It it was all desert. Yeah, you know, there, there's not there's not many trees uh, in, in Arizona. No so shade. It, it was all it was all desert and dirt. God, D&D. But it, it was definitely like that. I mean, watching, watching Last Chance U and then comparing that to my experience, it was, it was definitely, I mean, similar, you know, you know, practice, mm-hmm. the guys, the coaches, and it, it was an experience, man. And, and definitely, I, I uh, took, you know, my, my uh, kind of judgment, not just the play kind of, you know, kind of took it for granted. But after that first game when we played, I was like, "All right, man. So these guys could play," and that kind of took all my uh, uh, my thoughts and stereotypes that I had about JUCO. You know, it, it, it washed them away. Mm-hmm. And after that, after that first game, I got popped a couple times, and shoot, it, it was it was probably one of my worst games. Wow. After that, you know, I kind of just you know I got level headed. It knocked it knocked me back down, mm-hmm. and I was I was never like a. Uh, a high strong high main high maintenance uh arrogant dude but it definitely knocked me back down to um you know getting back to just playing and, and not worrying about it or not you know thinking you know i'm so so because i went to d1 and this is juco because man there's, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of dogs at juco even mm-hmm. even ones that don't get picked up after their two years there's some dogs in juco i played with some dogs played against some dogs uh, some that went to college uh, four years, and some that didn't get the opportunity. But um, you know, I, I met some dogs in there, and definitely I'm grateful for my time. And and I got some relationships with people out there that I, you know I still keep up with today. So yeah, man, it, it was a great experience. No, I agree with you because I, I I like to say they they most of those guys are just unchained dogs. They just don't know how to channel it in the right. In the positive light as far as knowing how to cut it off and, and get what they have to get as far as the school piece, you know, understanding. Yeah, that's the biggest it's part. It's a hustle, man. You got to learn how to get your academics, know what you got to achieve because, you know, a lot of times, man, all we know is sports growing up where we grow up. And then once you get that taste, like you said, you at Arizona, you flying, you getting stipends, you getting all this mm-hmm. issue gear. You got so many resources, and now you you first of all you go to a community college first, and then you go to junior college. And did y'all fly anywhere? 
Nah, nah. We, we, <laughs> no, no. So we, we played in Utah. We played in Utah. Uh, man, I want to say like, it was like a 16, 16? 16 hour bus drive. Hour man. bus, yeah, 16 hour bus ride. Guys, guys, feet on top of each other, laying on top of each other. Mm. And y'all probably man, left that, right after the game, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 After eating, the game, left right there. Ah. You ain't eating. You ain't eating subs. You're not eating. You know. Nope. Mission. So shout out to Mission Barbecue. Shout out to the uh, what's the what's the roots? Shout out to Chick Fil A. All the all the restaurants and companies that provide meals at for the home games for the players. But they eating sandwiches. You probably eating like yeah. peanut butter deli sand like sandwiches, not a sandwich, a sandwich. Yeah, like quick, thrown together here. Quick one. And some Lay's potato chips. And some bag of chips. <laughs> getting, getting right. And then then if you hungry, you gotta sleep. Sleep for hunger. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. goodness. So, you know, yeah. you end up leading them to the twenty seventeen NJCAA championship game. What was that first phone call from was it from Coach Beck or Coach Bronco? It was from Coach Beck. What was Coach that Beck. what was that like, bro? Just a phone call from UVA's quarterback coach for you, man. Man, it was it was it was dope because um, I think I think I had a concussion when he called me. What? Hold on, Tama. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, dog. You thought you was dreaming, huh? But like, um, hello, I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was in a dark, I was in a dark room. I was in a dark room when he called me. <laughs> I remember it was like. Kind of, it was like it was like twelve o'clock, but we didn't, I didn't even have class. I didn't have class to like to like one okay. on something. So it was early to me, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he called me. I had a concussion, um, and it's it's a, it's the first play on my on my JUCO highlight tape. I jumped over somebody and then landed on my head. Mm. But um, I, I remember he called me, and it was late October. And this was this was about a time where I was kind of getting nervous, just because, um, you know, guys, guys on my team were getting scholarships, you know, early, and a lot of guys were getting scholarships left and right. Yeah, mm-hmm. even like guys that we know weren't playing a lot. Yeah, that's uh, amazing, man. Like guys that don't play a lot in JUCO, how how the recruiting process and how they the coaches still pitch those guys. But I mean, cut y'all, continue. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, guys, shoot, guys that bounce back from D one, you know, they'll they'll go to a college and, and and get a scholarship without even playing a game yet. Wow, and, and it, that's just how it is. And when I was seeing all that, um, um, I wasn't discouraged, but I was like, all right, things need to start picking up. Yeah, just because it's getting late, and um, you know, I, I was uh, I was I was hitting old coaches up. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. I and would you remember me? Hey, <laughs> you know what hey, I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I was out. <laughs> it seemed thirsty. It was a little thirsty. Hey, no, nah, you ain't thirsty. You trying to go get it? Yeah, yeah. Especially during the late. I was like, I was hitting old coaches up that left. You know, you know. I was like, yo, 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 yo. Um, I'm here and so so and and you know, I'm looking to go somewhere else. You know, I'm looking for a shot. Whatever you need me to do, uh, I, I'll do it and everything like that. Just because it was getting late. And uh, like a week before Coach Beck called me, uh, my coach called me in and he said, like that UVA sent a letter or a message to different JUCOs that had uh, a dual threat quarterback mm-hmm. and, and saying that they were looking for a, 
a JUCO transfer or a grad transfer. And my coach is like, yeah, I, I don't know, um, you know, if they're going to come and, and talk to you, but just let you know that UVA is looking for a good, uh, a, a good dual threat quarterback. I said, all right. And I didn't think too much of it because it, it was nothing like, you know, it's set in stone or they didn't, you know, person personalize the message. Yeah. So I, I was about you. to get my hopes up and then, you know, be, uh, they'd be left on red. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I just kind of went along my day and then, uh, next week, um, next week he called me and, um, chopped it up and then he was like, yeah, I like your game. And, and the biggest thing is, you know, getting into school actually. Yeah. You know, you a hard, place to get in and then he was like yeah we don't we don't even take juco guys in general so i was like oh man but um like, here we go this, again <laughs> yeah but that's you know it's always good you know my mom always tell me like too like make sure you don't burn bridges and make sure you do what you gotta do right now so in the future you never know what's gonna happen yeah and and i I had got right. I made sure my academics were straight at Arizona State, which helped me. And I, um, I, I was good friends with someone that went to UVA that lived in Arizona that knew the AD at the time that could uh, that that kind of spoke on my behalf. Mm-hmm. That's all that so, always helps, man. Word of mouth so, definitely so, helps. So those two things is kind of what allowed me to get accepted into the university um and it took it was like a three week it was like a three week process where uh, you know trying to get accepted in and you know after, after that um after you know everything came back good you know he extended the scholarship officially mm-hmm. and um that was probably like two weeks before the national championship and then I committed probably a couple days I think or the night before, a couple nights before, uh, we we left we left to uh, Mississippi. Okay. Hey, and I for, and I forgot to this, even shout out your pops because your pops went to Arizona State, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I met your pops yeah, after the uh, ACC championship. Man, he we always communicated on Twitter, but it was good to meet you know your pops, your mom, and was it your your grandmama also? Uh, which game? Um, the the ACC championship game down there in Charlotte. Oh no, no. Um, my cousins. I'm pretty sure that yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my yeah, my 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 cousins. My, my on my dad's side came out there. They live in uh, they live in North Carolina, so they okay. they came up. They came up for a game and, and watched it. So okay, that's a fact. Yeah. Salute to pops though. Pops a cool dude, man. Yeah, yeah. He cool. He funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he a clown. And and also your your brother your brother with Jacksonville now. Nah, he finished he finished the season with Baltimore with Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram got hurt. They brought him in. I ain't even for know that playoff, that. for the playoffs and um, salute to that. Yeah, and yeah, now nah, he's he's back he's back home training, getting ready to go back um, wherever wherever he goes and, and kind of waiting for this uh, free agency frenzy to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, in the later part of March. So, you know, seeing seeing what's up with that. So. You commit to UVA. Um, had you ever been to the East Coast this part? Like, you ever been to Virginia before and before you came to Charlottesville? Nah, I, I, ain't, I ain't never been anywhere <laughs> on the East Coast 
in my life. Yo. Uh, okay, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. When I was when I was like nine, I ran a track meet in Baltimore. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about your track career. You ran hurdles, right? Yeah, oh yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I was decent too. Nah, 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 nah. We not doing that, B. We not doing I, that, B. I was, I was decent. We not, don't do no decent stuff. If you was real, you was real. Say, I was good. So, so look, nah, so, 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 so I, I, my flexibility is terrible. Okay. So, <laughs> hold on. How you a hurling with bad hips? <laughs> hey, so, like, so I'll, I'll, I'll. <laughs> So towards the end, like my junior year, I was I was cold. So I didn't run. Like so, half the part of my sophomore year didn't run because I got hurt mm-hmm. because you know I wasn't flexible. So <laughs> I kind of pulled I kind of pulled my SI joint in my lower back. Dang! And my hip flexor got messed up. So I stopped. I stopped doing hurdles. Okay. And then it took me like almost a year to get back into hurdles. And um, first meet, it was like ASU. Smoked like I smoked them. Mm. I smoked them. And then, and then uh, it messed my back up again, and I stopped. So you just wanted to show everybody you can win, and you quit on top, walked away. Nah, on the best. Nah, I messed. No, nah, I messed my lower back and my hip up again on the mm. last hurdle. We ain't, <laughs> we ain't trying to. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. We ain't trying to hear that. Y'all see what Perk did? He just wanted to show the folks. Oh, I'm nice, nice now, but I play football. Nah, bro, look. If I had, if I had hit a couple more toe touches, I would have been a problem, <laughs> like a problem, problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you you should have put some of that tiger bomb on. That would have loosened up your your hamstring man, a little I, bit. I wish I knew, man. I was stubborn. <laughs> I had a couple of jumps, and I was like, "All right, I'm ready to go." Oh, you thought you was a cheetah? You thought you was a because cheetahs don't stretch. You know what I'm saying? They just run. That's what I tell yeah, dudes I, I, when I, I warm I, up. I'm I a cheetah. I, I thought I was, but nah, nah, nah. Life, life will be back. Man, so, so. You, you you get the UVA. So I don't know if you listen to my podcast. I did a podcast when you first came, right? I called you an avatar. Yeah. Cause I listened to yeah. I looked at two of your highlights. I ain't even gonna front fam and I cut it off. I was good. I seen <laughs> I seen you break like a sixty yard run from the shotgun. And then I see you throw the pill like 40 yards on a bomb. I said he could run, he could tuck it and run, he could chuck it deep. I'm good. We got one. Who's next? And everybody was like, that's all you watch? And I did a podcast based off, you know, people looking at your numbers. You don't do for a thousand yards, this, this, and that. I'm like, yo, y'all ain't see the film. It don't, it don't take me that long to be like, okay, cat can play. And then I came out to spring. Saw you throwing around, saw you running around. I'm like, yeah, we got us one, dog. And people thought I was smoking dope, of course, because everybody was like, can he throw? And me personally, like, I don't care if he can throw. All I know is the middle window is going to be open because somebody got to step up or uh-huh. it's going to be a wrap. So you become the starter here. Um, I want, I'm want. i trying to figure out what was like your really coming out part. I know the hurdle game versus Louisville, then you, then you hurt your pinky. But what was the the game as far as everybody had to be like, okay, he could throw the ball? Is I, I'm trying to think. Oh, man. Can can you recall one game where you was like, yeah, y'all fools keep disrespecting my arm. I'm going to uh, show you. Uh, NC, NC State game. NC State. I think an NC State game. I that, agree. That, uh, uh, so the, the game, yeah, NC State game was the, was the game that, that kind of uh, – you know that they, they were they were surprised that me and uh, Ryan Finley's numbers were close and and, and everything like that. And old put your so, boy in the blender on that little Dino route he ran on the post that you hit him with. 
going towards the yeah. end zone that Jalakas was at. <laughs> and they said throw receivers open. People don't realize that ball was gone before he even hit his last move. That's yeah. what that's what they don't see that type stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't get that type of press. You realize that, right? Like you go to the other quarterbacks, they throw receivers open. To you it's hey, he he tucks it, he runs, he's one one read and go. I'm like, y'all don't watch the film? Like his head is going from side to side. Like your yeah. eyes, like you got the crazy eyes when you be looking too, because you know. like to look I, the, you like you like that. to peek out the corner of your eye like we don't know you about to check right back to where you just came from, trying to get the safety <laughs> to lean. <laughs> yeah, everybody be saying everybody be zooming in, send me videos on my eyes. Man. Like the <laughs> highlight tapes and stuff when you been in the pocket bouncing. I bet mean, yo, look at this dude's eyes, man. Look at his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> But but uh, oh, so when you got here, man, you got through a couple of practice. When did you realize that the guy coaching the receivers was one eight the great, and he was a great dual threat quarterback as well? Okay, I'll tell you. So so they 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 told me like you know obviously you know they, they give you a rundown all the coaches and stuff like that, and they said uh, Coach Hagen's was 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 that dude. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay, I believe it, yeah, yeah. But one, the very first time, so Coach Hang is dope, man. Anybody know Coach Hang is no, yeah. He he that he that dude, good dude, great dude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he, he took me out uh, for lunch. We went to Roots. Okay. What'd we you get? The Mayweather. And- Which one you get? El Jeffy El Jeffy I mean, Yeah boy that El, You got the double El, Got the double meat I, got the, I, Pause. I had to get that Jeffy That's 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 the Yeah that's the Jeffy Yeah I told, I told him don't, don't, don't slack on the meat now You know what I mean Pause, Pause. Don't slack on Pause it but Don't slack on it You know what I mean Hey double yo up. Hey yo I be like yo Randy Y'all ain't got rules After this game fam You know what I need now Yeah 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 So you know I was like Don't, don't, don't slack on it And the first time I realized Coach Hagen was that dude, mm-hmm. we so we ate outside of Roots. They had those little those little chairs outside Uh-oh. of Roots, uh, and like that table outside of Roots. Mm-hmm. I kid you, about you know every five minutes someone would pass and and be like Hagen's or Biscuit, you know, Biscuit, I mean? yep. <laughs> Biscuit, and it'll be it'll be people from it'll be like like. Older people, you know, uh, people in their 30s, you know, going by, e- even a couple of kids came by and like, they're like, yo, 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 and like, you know, big fans and kind of, you know, doing stuff like he was, he was still a player at UVA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, oh, word. I said, like, oh, you got like that. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, I was, t- I remember I was telling, uh, I remember I was telling old, older story and I was telling that. He said, oh, yeah, um, they, they love him. They love him in the city. This is his city. Yeah. And after that, I was like, all right, yeah. I was like, you, 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 that, you that guy. And, you know, Coach Hankins, you, you never know. He ain't going to let you know. Out. You'll never know because Coach Hankins not like that. But mm-hmm. that, that, that was my first that was my first introduction to, uh, you know, the, the Coach Hankins and, and who he was. And after that, you know, me and Coach got real close. And, and um, you know, definitely, you know, one, one of the major reasons uh, of, the team success and my personal success the later part of the half of you know my senior season and you know he got jackpot and little christopher and and lauren yes. <laughs> the, the the mind freak i call lauren the mind freak because she she gonna test you mentally make sure your mind yeah. right yeah 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 she a gangster 
she 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 a G man, and she she's dope man. She's real down to earth. The whole family is uh, jackpot and, and, and C. Yep, man, run, running around, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> dancing. They, they 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 jokes, man. They they definitely um, you know have all the energy in the world and and Lauren. Uh, Man, I, I remember I seen it. So we went on a, a recruiting trip. Mm-hmm. So I had to host somebody, and you know, uh, you know how coaches come in, they do their little spill. Lauren was over there running game on, on the recruits, Ooh. and like, and and, uh, and and giving her like, I was like, I was like, man, uh, if I was a, if I was a recruit, I would I would commit off just speaking to you because she was, you know, she she was like she did her thing, straight shooting. Yeah, straight shooter, and, and, she, and she did a great job. And she said, "Yeah, when they uh, when they need the heavy shooters, they call me to to still commit." I said, "I believe mm. it, hundred percent." That's a fact, dog. Yeah, That's a fact. so I mean, the whole family is great, man. They show love. When I got hurt, um, when I when I kind of messed up my knee, you know, she was right there, you know, asking me, um, "You need anything? You good?" Checking on me all the time. Matter of fact, I just talked to her last week, mm-hmm. uh, just checking on me. And make sure that I was good and, and, and give me little updates about the boys and stuff like that. So yeah. you know, so love, you, love those guys. So you you talk about your knee, man. How was it how was it for you this camp, man? Because you know, I know you hurt your knee as well and I keep things close to the best. But how how was it for you mentally just knowing that going into your senior season, you had a you had a basically a donut. You couldn't be who you wanted to be because of that will. We, like we understood that you're a dude that believe in your in your receivers. I saw you all summer working with your receivers. You had your your better half, your dog out there running routes too. Um, but knowing that you're a competitor, but also I saw that you were calculated with that brace. Like you wasn't that ty- that typical hurt guy that's still gonna try to be himself because you knew your limitations. So you pick you picked your spots when you can be Houdini. Like that Florida State run people don't realize you was like 80 85 percent doing that versus that d-line but how was it for you battling through that first half of the season with that knee it, it was hard especially on uh some of the throws where i couldn't fully uh it was my right knee i couldn't load i couldn't load my right foot and mm-hmm. my back leg how i wanted to to get you know some of that force in and get some of that on the ball and and especially on the run okay you know, early part of the, early part throwing on the run was was the most difficult. I was trying to throw like you was I couldn't get any force. I was throwing straight leg. I was hopping and jumping, trying to you know do anything like that. It, it was difficult, but um, uh, I just battled through it. Um, every game, kind of just trying to go in, into it and say, okay, what what throws you know, are easy, what throws are hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, okay, if I get out. You know what? What throws can I force, or what throws can I, you know, squeeze in, mm-hmm. or what throws can I not squeeze in because of this? And uh, you know, just I came more cautious and, and more, uh, you know, aware of, of things that could possibly, um, you know, end up bad badly. So, man, it, it, it was a whole process. Those those five games, I think it was that, um, you know, I had that brace on. Um, not being able to move, you know how I want to, especially lateral, laterally, mm-hmm. was was the worst part. Um, but it was cool. Um, battle through it and 
And, you know, we started off 4-0. You know, guys stepped up and, and played and balled. And, and um, you know, it's part of the game. Um, you know, injuries happen all the time. Yeah. But the worst, the worst, the worst thing that could have happened was, you know, my leg go down and my whole game shuts down. And, and that just gives people that say, oh, he's just a runner. You know, what? Well, look what he can't do. Yeah. When, when his legs are hurt, that gives even more uh, reason and, and and justification to to stick by what they say. So, um, you know, at, when that happened, I was always trying to focus on my upper body and, and, and you know, and kind of just staying staying in the pocket and, and, and working on my pass game to make sure that um, you know, my game wasn't completely you know shut down. You know, which it, you know, yeah, but you know, it it was it was it was. You know, some things, you know, um, affected, you know, like my, my play. But for the most part, I battled through it and, and still played, you know, pretty decently. So. Yeah. And, and the thing is this. I just want folks to know, like, I'm asking <clears throat> I'm asking Bryce to be reflective. At no point in time did we ever talk, if I could share this, that you never blamed your knee for your play. You always manned up and said, yo, dog, I got to – what you see, I got to do this better. But the one thing that just really pierced me that you just said that was, like, real talk – and if you are a true uh, scout or or a person who is breaking down your film, what you just said as far as it being your right knee and how you really couldn't load makes perfect sense for some of the throws that got away from you, some of the throws on the run, going to your left that I was so used to you really clearing your shoulder and, and really getting forced behind. So it makes sense. But at the same time, not once during the season did you – reflect on that because it, it would have been like a real statement but you was like you know what yeah it wouldn't have done nothing yeah it wouldn't have done that but to, to, but to me I guess my question is my follow up question is this when you couldn't be what I call you the barbecue chicken man when you be frying cats you know putting them in the you know juking them in the phone booth and you had to be a guy that had to bake the chicken, stand in the pocket. What do you feel like that did for your overall game when you finally got fully healthy again? Oh man! So like, uh, um, I mean, e- even before in the summer, I was really focused on uh, the mental part of it. Mm-hmm. But that that whole, you know, when my foot—I mean, when my when my knee—was messed up. Um, you know, I definitely as a team, we, we definitely got more into different audibles. I was I was more, you know, checking checking things at the line more so mm. to uh, to combat. You know, uh, opposed to before saying, okay, I'm healthy enough to get out of this. Yeah, you know, what I mean, now it, it was it, it took us the next step to, you know, guys during the week saying, okay. You know they do that. Like, they like to do this, and you know if they do this, you know we'll get to this. And, and I'll, I'm gonna give you a, a quick signal. This is gonna be the signal for this this week um, that we don't have. You know we just make up a signal, and um, you know it definitely helped the mental part of the game uh, and allowed me to operate faster. So you know when I got out of it, got fully healthy, um, that part of the game was still able to stick, mm-hmm. but it just adds another layer that um you know i was more mobile and i was able to uh do a lot more things physically but the, the mental part um i think any injury that happens to especially quarterbacks um 
you know, where they limit you physically, um, being able to focus on the mental part of the game is, is key and definitely helps when you get back fully healthy. Do you ever, did you ever feel like <laughs> this, 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 that competitive side of me? So, you know, bear with me. Did you ever feel like during the game when somebody sent a certain stun in, you're like, oh, these fools really think I'm that hurt that I can't get away from this? <laughs> nah, uh, yeah, I've, I've been trying, like, some, some movements <laughs> when I had to be. So, like, I'm like, all right, man, this is easy. Mm-hmm. And I'll try to move, and I'll get caught up. I'm like, uh, uh, and, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. I'm like, man, boy, I said, you, man, if I would have. If if I had this all, bro, it, it, it would have been a wrap. But you know, I just you know got back up, and and the moment I, I always knew I was hurt, but the moment I really knew I was hurt is when I was I think it was Florida State game one. <laughs> I Loki tried to hurdle the dude on the sideline. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it, but go ahead, keep going. <laughs> I Loki tried to hurdle the dude on the sideline, but. You know, I couldn't be sudden with it and just jump. You know, when uh, when he got there, because you know I had to take some time for the knee to react. So I was like, Looked like you was buffering ten, or something. Ten, ten yards before he, ten yards uh, before I got to him, I was like gathering. I was trying to gather for it, and then I tried to jump, and uh, you know I I didn't, I didn't go anywhere. Even if he was low, I wasn't going to clear him because that knee did not want to get up. So that's what I really knew that. <laughs> Alright, alright. I, I need to chill out because I'm hurt. So we talking about the knee. Was was the Louisville so Louisville was the first game you didn't wear the brace, right? You wore it versus Miami. And you didn't uh, wear Louisville, right? Yes. 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 How yo, how was cause you was feeling good. I could tell you was feeling good. You was moving better, you was really stepping the throws, but when you got tangled up, I know you was like, come on, dog. This can't be life. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. And that, that happened like one of the first, the first two drives, first three drives. Yeah, I remember. And I was like, man, and it hit me in the exact same spot, the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and, and I was like, man, man, man. And got to the sideline, and I felt a little. Uh, and I, I was just relieved when I started, you know, I was able to, you know, Still run and, and, and do everything on the sideline. And I was relieved that it wasn't like, you know, oh, set back all the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, you know, coaches kind of, um, for the first part of the half, a little bit of the third quarter, kind of try, try to play around that and, and, and keep me, you know, stationary and not do a lot of QB runs and everything like that for a little part of the game. But you still oh, got out a couple times though. After that, I thought you. Oh like, yeah, yeah, you still yeah. got and out. Towards, like yeah, yeah. I was like first part of the third, um, you know, toward like the middle part of the third quarter towards the end. I was like, Coach, I'm good, man. We, mm-hmm. I, you know, we, I think we was we was losing. Yeah. So I was like, Yeah, I was like, Coach, yeah, we're gonna have to, you know, put me in. There. I don't care what I need to do, man. If we if I gotta run it, man, I'm good. I'm good to go. So he was like, Okay, and then you know, was um, it it, it was. It's still still a little sore from that hit, mm-hmm. but um, it, it held up it, and uh, and it, it finished out pretty good. The next day, didn't hurt as bad. So, so you know, we talked about the knee. I need look, uh, Hasis, Hasis let the cat out the bag because apparently 
he was like, yo, it's crazy. You, I know you're ex-player because you just predicted what happened. So we're going to fast forward to UNC week, right? And I told Hasees, I said, yo, if I was on y'all team, just seeing how y'all play versus UNC, I'll bet money that somebody called a players-only meeting and was like, look, dog, Bryce hurt, uh, Brenton hurt, people banged up, offense. They think we some trash, and because our defense, you know, ain't that good, that North Carolina just gonna beat us. And he told me that you was the one that called a meeting. So I want to know what made you call it a meeting. Uh, man, it 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 was a point where it was like, and I hate and I hate being the reason, you know, and and we're like that something doesn't go right. So as an offense, to see the defense play how they play mm-hmm. and every week, you know, show up and, and the games that we lost, when we lost two, I think we lost two back-to-back. Uh, yeah, you lost to, you lost to yeah. Miami. Yeah, and then you lost to uh, at, Louis- at Louisville, I think. Yeah, because you yeah. ended up beating Duke in there. We lost North to at Louisville. Yeah. And, and uh, all the losses kind of came down on us just and, finishing um, man and I was tore up in, in for the defense to play you know you can see it after every series you know they they, uh, they go on a long series and they end up stopping them and we haven't done anything all game but then we go out just to look like see their faces like come on man come on hold hold, hold up like do your part yeah you know, that, that's what you know and, and and after the losses, you know, it was hard. It was hard to look at those guys, you know, in the face and just and just you know and, and say sorry. Um, and and that was like a bad feeling because I I knew what we could do as an offense and we weren't doing it. Mm. So that that kind of was the worst part. And and he kind of I was, you know called the meeting and I was like you know. We, we can't we can't be the reason why you know we we lose these games. Uh, okay. We got to hold up our, our end of the bargain. We got we got to play how I know we can play, and we got to play, um, you know, for for the guys, especially now because injuries were, were popping up left and right mm-hmm. on the defense on the defensive side, and um, you know guys were barely hanging on. So I was like, yo, this this these this last stretch this back stretch is, is going to be on us. And you know we're gonna have to put points up on the board, and um, you know, and 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 it's gonna start with um, you know me. Uh, I don't think I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing how I should have been playing, and um, you know, so so after that, just um, you know that 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 was really on my mind. You know, after every loss is hard, but um, you know you stack up a few losses where. You know, you're you're the reason. Like the offense is the reason. You know that that's when you start getting your blood really boiling. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that that week, the UNC week, also uh, when Coach Higgins talked to me about, you know, just going out there having fun and and and, and not trying to micromanage. I was I was getting into a little micromanaging habit. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking. I was I was thinking too much just trying to be or you trying just trying to be perfect right make the perfect play and perfect read every time 
Yeah, I was doing that, and I would go in. So, like, the games before, I would go in with, like, a whole bunch of checks and a <laughs> whole bunch of and, – and, and I was studying. I was studying the defense, and and I was, you know, focusing. I said, okay, the third down, they do this. I see it, uh, like, the numbers say, third down, they do this. And, oh, um, man. So, you was really out here trying to be uh, – Oh, yeah. Negro I, yeah, yeah. out it here. Was, yeah, it was it was like it was to the point like where where I was on the field and and I'm looking and I'm trying to account for everybody on the on the offensive side, O line, the receivers, mm. and, and trying to you know audible and, and switch the play and, and do everything like that. Too much. Okay. And uh, and uh, which 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 um. Which would have been fine, but it affected me playing fast. So it kind of, kind of slowed me down a little bit. Okay. Which I was, I wasn't uh, as loose as I was, and and as I wasn't playing fast and free and just playing, you know, just playing football. I was, you know, thinking about everything too much and thinking about, uh, you know, thinking about the lines responsibilities too much, and I was just thinking too much. And he kind of just came to me and was like. You know, just play your game. You know, you gotta trust. You gotta trust that everybody else is gonna do their job. Yeah. And and you can't do their job for you. You go and do your job. And after that, the game's gonna start coming and coming to you. Um, and everything is gonna be cool. You know, just worry about your one of eleven. And then you know, use your knowledge to help other people do their job. But you can't do it for them either. It kind of just you know, gave me um, a talk like that. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, quarterback too. That was. That was a that was Sunday. That was Sunday after the Louisville game. Okay. And after that, after that, I took that to heart and and you know, kind of just that 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 last part of the season kind of just took off for itself. I mean, because it, it makes sense. So I just look at the schedule. You actually play Miami, then Duke, and then play yeah. Louisville. So you going to North Carolina after Louisville. And one of the main things, as far as like the fan circles and a lot of questions I was receiving, was like. Uh, are we going to ever play up tempo, up tempo? But your statements kind of, kind of help the picture that's painted as far as why why isn't the offense playing fastest? Because you were trying to make sure like everything was taken care of, like you know, yeah. as far as the receivers where they lined up. I think they're going to be in this coverage. Oh, it's a three technique right here to the field, or they were showing in, in the boundary, but they flipped it. So let me make sure the protection slide and a back get over here. So. Because if you look at after the Louisville game, starting North Carolina, just that game in general, the tempo was faster. Like, after a play was made, it was back in the line of scrimmage. Like, you were so decisive. Like, that first read, boom, I'm getting it to you. Before, it was like the first read there, but let me make sure nobody jumping it, and then I'm going to throw it. But that North Carolina game, the ball was coming. Not only was the ball coming out your hands quick, but the fact they had – faster linebackers and you was just running like taking off without hesitation just showed me that that's what I was saying on air like something went down like it had to be I, I mean I didn't say it on air but I was saying in my head like yo somebody or a switch went off for Bryce and that offense because offensive line was catching hell they was protecting you and I always, I always said this bro I know you always trusted them because if you ever didn't trust them you would have took off quicker than what you were taking off. Like, so salute to you for that. Cause it was times I was like, yo, goddamn, Bryce, like, hey man, he over here getting 
he ain't kicking fast enough. You better, you better take off. But I never saw you really get at them. You know what I'm saying? Like, how would, where, where did that, where did that come from? Just your patience with your brothers, that where you, you never felt the need to really chew their butts out because they wasn't really doing their job up to what they were capable of. Oh uh, man, and it came come for a couple of things. Uh, cause I. I, you know, I, I I was never oblivious about you know my play itself, mm. and, and I knew I could play better. So, um, and I know sometimes I put them in hard in hard situations, mm. whether it's not whether it's not I wasn't dropping back deep enough, or whether it was um, you know stepping too much, you know thinking a pressure's coming here and stepping too much to the left, and you know it's it's stressing the t- uh, stressing the tackle block, or stressing you know the leverage of uh, the the lineman's block. And, and stuff like that. So I knew that I was like, I had to play better, you know, in, in order for uh, for me to really, you know, kind of like, you know, and especially during that time, you know, they were getting so much heat from, you know, the coaches, mm-hmm. the strength coaches, strength staff, everybody. I mean, you know, they were, they were practice all that you know coach and i coach and i gonna cuss you out well you know <laughs> monday, monday monday through sunday yeah dr and bob don't I, play that and i yeah and he and that's just who he is and he was you know they, they was getting so much of it and i was and like they're pretty much getting all the blame but i knew that you know it was i, I had to do some things that make it their job easier mm. and also and just being linemen like the five down linemen like none of those guys have really played with each other. I mean, Glaish mm-hmm. and uh, Ryan Nelson were there before, but Dylan Rank, coming in. Rank, Rank was in a new position. Yeah, uh, Bobby Haskins uh, didn't really get you know as much time at like that last year, and then we had a new center of Vic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I knew you know the communication between those five. Uh, you know, it, it took time and. and it, it, you know, just playing games with each other is, is the only thing that's going to um, allow you to get better at that. And I knew that, you know, those guys had to communicate better. Um, you know, with time, it, it was going to come naturally. And I think a big part of that, it was Vic. And mm. I, I, I'm i thankful that Vic um, was part of this team this year. He took a lot of the pressure off me. Okay. As far as, you know what they were doing and Vic's smart as a whip I mean he he knew he was changing protections he 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 saw things on the field which 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 got them right and he was a leader for that so you know so so the UNC game I was like all right Vic man you got them you got those you got the line you good like I I like I completely like I, I know you're gonna get them right I, I see what like during the game I see what you're doing and and communicating with the guys and just your knowledge of what's going on with the defense yeah that you know it, it took it took some of the job off me that okay i knew um it came to it came down to like okay now i know okay if this guy comes i'm good you know opposed to saying like um you know i, I said it this way but if i switch it um are they gonna out out it are they gonna dual read it mm-hmm. or, or are they not but um, you know the Vic you know really took that pressure off me and and you know they, they were cool with me you know and I'm cool with them and, and you know I love them all all, all those guys that's and, what's up 
yeah, you know, I, I, I never want to, you know, I'll come off to the sideline, I'll say a few things to them, but I, I knew that, you know, that they were going to get it right. And, um, you know, lifting, lifting them up. And, you know, after after that Louisville game, UNC pretty much on. I mean, they play lights out. Yeah, um, that's a yeah. fact, yo. They was killing. I'll, I'll, that, that Clemson game, man, they they um, they, they were the MVP of the offense. They, they they did the best. They they definitely did their job. Yeah, man. And, you know, again, man, you drop a lot of jewels that, that a lot of fans, I want a lot of fans to unpack and make sure they got. So Bryce understood there was a lot of moving parts in the offensive line, and he had already prepared himself that it'll be some struggle just because of the lack of cohesiveness, not the lack of ability. So, and he also said that I know I'm falling short. So who am I to chew them out when I know I'm not playing the best of my ability? So I just wanted fans to understand everything you said in layman's terms. So basically, he said I ain't pointing the finger at them when I know I could play better, and oh my brothers and. At the end of the day, you ain't trying to be get Willie Beeman when they ain't blocking for you no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they let let it guys through, let 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 it guys through. Uh, clean, clean shots, free licks. Free licks you know what I'm saying? Free licks, free licks. Oh, yeah, free hey, licks. Man. Yeah, yeah. So you know, well, look, we've been here for an hour. We chopping up. We got a couple more questions for you. We got to get to to me, to me, to me, and I know to the fan base. But damn it, this is about me right now. To me, you know, I was talking, but I really didn't talk because I ain't doing that no more on social media. They dangerous out here. But them Virginia, that Virginia Tech game, dog, that first quarter you had, dog, I thought I was watching Vince Young in the, in the Rose Bowl again versus USC. I ain't going to lie to you, dog. What, what, take me into, so those plays, were they scripted or did Coach and I just feel something? And call it. And was that you calling your own number or was that him calling your number? Let me know. Nah, Coach and I, uh, man, on both those long touchdown runs, uh, the first one was a QB run all the way. All the way. Coach okay. And I, co- yeah, co- Coach and I, Coach and I thought, is it, oh, he got loose? All right, man, we're going we to make them stop it. So, mm. second one was was an inside zone read and, and dude crashed, so pulled around, had great block on the outside, and after that, I was off to the race. Ho, 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 Because there's always a big question. You ain't on the message boards I am. You ain't on get emails I do. They always say, Ballhawk, do we do reads or are they called to hand off to the back? Because they be like, yo, I felt like Bryce could have kept it. Why is he handing it? So are there times when there are called inside zones to where you got to hand it off? Or is it always a read? Or should we not tell because... Brendan got to run the offense next year. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, no, nah, no. Nah, th- th- nah, there's plays where it's it's a it's a run all the way. There's okay. no read. There's no read, and there's plays where okay, we're aware of this, and um, and you read this, and if this happens, you do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but there's, there's also plays where, all right, bet we're handing it off. We should have everything here outside protected. Uh, get give it because we have no blocking, no extra. There's extra guys on the outside. We have nobody to protect you. So okay, it's 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 uh and and uh, I know uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, one of the plays and uh, the Miami game. It was like a third and one uh-huh. or like fourth and one. It was like a fourth and one that we didn't get, which uh, 
which uh, if I kept it, we probably would have got it. But it, it wasn't a it, it was it was it was it was a run all the way, and my eyes weren't even out there. Um, so, yeah, you uh, just gave it to him. Has it been times yeah, where you yeah. have you? Has it been times where you said, "Oh, he about to get killed," and pulled it and, and got positive yards? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, my gosh, yeah. there we go. Inside yeah. info, my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there's, there'll be times. Yeah, I I just see a guy like the, the first UNC touchdown. I ran in. It was supposed to be a run all the way, but there was two guys off the edge, and what? I was like, "All right, he gonna get killed." So let me just let me just keep it. No. Or there'll be plays where I'll like I'll hand it off and then I'll feel somebody coming from the backside, mm-hmm. and and like as they're hitting them or you know sometimes like they'll be right there wrapping them up and I'll pull it late. Um, Yo, timeout because you just try to gloss over something. We ain't gonna do that here. So your long run versus UNC was a cold run for the back. No, 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 no. I, The first, uh, it was like a two year, it was like a two yard goal line play. Oh, I got you, I got you. I'm about to say, yeah, 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 God, yeah. dog, like, you that, was Houdini one, for yeah, real. That one was a draw. That one was a draw. Okay. <laughs> I, I, the long one was a, was a was a draw. Okay, all right. Oh, and you know what's so funny about how our sport is all result based? So I'm gonna get, see. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna let you on the dark website of what's be being said during the games and and why. It's all about results. So, Virginia Tech run. You remember what the down and distance was, your first one? It was like 30, 30 and three. No, no, no. Oh, is it the first one or was the second? No, no. I No. I think that was like the third and ten. It was third and, and medium or longer, I thought. Oh, oh. oh wait, I think the, 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 the second the, one was. The second one was the, short. The, the, the second conversion. one was the third and short. The first one was like third and 12, I think, okay. or 10. Yeah, it was something to where... When you took off, somebody was in the... I won't end the radio box, but I had a superstition. Like, the first quarter, I would watch outside of the radio box, and I would be where the food was at. That was my superstition. Every time I did that, we won. So I was standing in my usual spot, and I remember it was like a regular... I think it was just, you know, somebody, like a fan of somebody up there was like, oh, my God, you won the quarterback draw on third and long? And then your ass took off and scored. It was like, oh, that's a great call. I was like, oh, no, don't make me call you out, fam. You weren't a fan of that. Now you are because yeah. you touched down. That's you know, how it, you know, you know how it is from the stands. It, 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 everything is good when it goes great. And if not, everybody's um, everybody's the greatest OC in the world. Everybody's John Madden. Oh, I got to ask you a petty question, man, because we in that part of the show where I start petty hawking me come out. So, um, first of all, Twitter, like Twitter uh, ads from players, opposing players during preseason. Did you see any of those? Did you? Oh, yeah. Did you sc- okay. You screenshot. So you saw your boy Paris. Paris ended up, he's a good safety for Pitt. I like that cat. He, he, yeah. I think he dope. But we talking about Virginia Tech. It's our rival. The hell with him. We petty. Um, the kicker that said, don't drop the hammer. Um, did he shake your hand anything after the game? Say nah, anything to I, I, you? Nah, nah. I, nah they, they, they stayed clear. They, they, they stayed clear after the game. They, they, yeah, they, they knew. They knew. Yeah, I ain't even see, I ain't even see ball. Mm. I gotta game. ask you. Yeah. I gotta ask you one more petty question. It's, it's hard when you talk when you talk that talk Woo. to suck up that suck up that pride afterwards. Woo. You know what I mean? So, huh? That's why. I, that's why I, I always stay stitch lit. My man shed yeah. tears after that first V take game. They thought it was a game. They over there yeah. laughing and kicking, huh? Yeah, yeah. Don't drop so. the hammer. 
So yeah, I, I see all I see all of it. I I, I be seeing I be seeing all of it. If, How about the linebacker? I I, he he. he did the, the, the linebacker? You ain't give him a chance to tackle you during the game. I don't remember him tackling you this game. He he a pretty good player. Yeah, the the linebacker. Yeah, he was decent. Yeah, he a decent player. Yeah, he a good player. Yeah, I, I like him. You know, I just yeah, wish he would have shook y'all hands out of the game. If you're going to talk spicy on, on Twitter and stuff, this is just me. I'm going to talk spicy, but I'm going to shake your hand. I'm going to dap you up. It's just the competitive edge. But I didn't like that they, they didn't want to, you know, salute the gang, man. Like, if you're going to clown my man and he, and he kill you, ran for damn near 200 yards in one quarter, like, salute him. That's that's me, man. So Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean... Really, honestly, man, it, it, it don't matter to me. That 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 sad look on your face, man, that does it for me. Ooh. Oh, don't. If we, if, if we don't shake hands at the words, uh. then I'm like, oh, yeah, I know you heard it right now. I, and, and and I'm the one, and we're the one, we're the reason for for your, for your, uh, your, your, your despair. Did you feel the extra gear when you was breaking versus them, dog? Like, ooh, I'm out. Oh Let's yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. The, the legs picked up. The legs picked up, and, and, and I was, I was hitting like I was on a, uh, uh, started extending like I was on a two hundred. Mm. What did it feel legs, like, yo? What did it feel like beating them at home, man? And, and man, getting that, perver- that proverbial it, it monkey like off the back. Just how everything happened last year. Yeah, and right, it, it's crazy, right? How it was like it, deja vu on their side. It felt like a movie, like oh. We almost had it, you know, coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's 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 the opening credit of the movie. The closing credits is is that, and and I think it was set up for us to win at home, and 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 allow our fans to be a part of that, and that's, that's what made it that much better. That we did it at home and we did it in front of a full crowd and everybody in Charlottesville that was waiting for us to. To finally get over that hump, you know, was there to witness it and, and rush the rush the field and, and you like that. And you're urban legend because you, you had uh, so you really had tonsillitis, but they say you had elephantitis, like all your limbs were huge. And you know, I'm just joking. <laughs> but had you, a big cankles, had a big cankles walking like a Michelin man. Yo, after that <laughs> game though, you was like, hey, big dog. I can't, I can't even really talk. I was like, <laughs> I looked at you. I said, "What's wrong?" And you moved the towel. I said, "Yo, you gotta get that checked out. You need a tetanus shot or something." Man, that man's oh, a yeah. robot. I, I was down bad. <laughs> oh, I was down bad. I remember first half, so I couldn't eat for like three, three or four days leading up to the game. So mm. Wednesday, Wednesday couldn't eat at all, and and. Uh, Game day and Friday, like, did not have one thing to eat. Uh, Randy was trying to make me shakes, but I was finishing half of them because it was hard. Yeah, uh, to get that shake down. And man, uh, I was in the game, but before the game, so usually, you know, I do all my quarterback stuff. You know, fire my shoulders up and and uh, do all my all my stuff like that. Uh, I couldn't do any of that before the game because I, I was in the training room getting an IV. Yeah, I was about to, to ask you that, bro. Like. When did you get an IV? Because I know you wanted to make sure your 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 fluids were straight. So yeah, that's crazy. Because I was I was feeling weak, man. So I had to get an IV, and I was doing all of that. And uh, you know, and it kind of you know did the trick. I mean, I, I felt good enough to go out there. So during the game, and it was cold too, man. I remember it was cold. I was like, man, come on, nah. And then it started raining. I was like, all right. Uh, and then like 
periodically throughout the game. Mm-hmm. You know, the the, the staff, man, I, the doctors and and the uh, sports medicine people, and you know, I took my hat off to them after that game because you know they were running back and forth getting me tea. Uh, you know, uh, Hold on, dog. You Kermit on the sideline after you score a touchdown, sipping tea? You said what? You Kermit right now? You sipping tea? After oh, yeah, touchdown? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had a towel on. Man, you petty. I had a jacket on. No, gave me a tea. And I was, I scored. I'm not listening no more. You petty. I, I scored. I said, all right, <laughs> I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Went straight to the bench, got the tea, and, and sat down. I was feeling bad. After the game, after the game, like, uh, like 30 minutes after, felt really bad. Had to go to the hospital, stayed overnight, and uh, and try to get try to get my uh, tonsils drained mm. and everything like that. And I had to get uh, steroids and different stuff, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't say steroids like that, man. Medical steroids, look, look, people. Look, look, look. Not, 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 not the anabolics. You know, yeah, not the anabolics. exactly. You know what I mean? Not the anabolic steroids. The, uh, yeah, yeah, the... Uh, pharmaceutical steroids there we go allergy steroids you know those type of steroids yeah everybody sees it hey man so i'm gonna read i'm gonna read some things off to you and when i'm done i want you to say the first word that come to mind all right all right so you will read okay i'm gonna read some things to you after everyone no no when i'm done i'm gonna be like what what's the first word that come to you i'm I'm gonna it's i'm just bear with me all right you, all right, all right here we go. All ACC second team, AP All ACC second team, back to back Dully Award winner, touchdown club Richmond offensive back of the year, uh, UVA single passing record, back to back years, leaves UVA tied with Matt Schaub for number two all time, 17 quarterback wins, number three all time in just two seasons, 47 career passing touchdown, number one all time career rushing for a UVA quarterback in just two years. Number two all-time at UVA with 16 career 200-plus passing games. And number three all-time with five career 300 passing yard games in two years. After listening to all those accolades in just two years here at UVA, what's the one word that popped out in your head when I finished? Legacy. Hmm. Did you like drink? Was it? Did you like Meat Mill said, man? Did you see this? <laughs> did you pray yeah. for this? Gotta be, gotta be remembered, man. Legacy for sure. I mean, when we go back to your lunch with Coach Hagens when you first got here, right? And everybody stopping Coach Hagens. Those folks gonna be like, "Damn, that was Bryce Perkins with Coach Hagens." That's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, man, and, and, and to think about, you know, at that time, thinking about everything that would happen from there on out mm. uh, is is amazing. And and as a player that 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 never played down a D one college football, uh, getting a second opportunity at a different D one school, um, man, my biggest thing was trying to. Show that I belong. Facts, I feel you. And 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 to gain the respect of guys that, that were there for years, and you know, uh, but ever since then, and to do the things that we've done and to do the things that I've done, um, um, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought it. You know, I I I, I, I 
I wouldn't have, you know, I, I always go out there and play like that. Mm-hmm. Like I always go out there and play to be the best, to do everything like that. But, um, you know, it, it, the, the things that we've done, the things that I've done is, is definitely, you know, is great. And, and when I wouldn't have thought it and wouldn't have wrote it up like that, you know, before. So against all odds, bro, against all odds, because it's just amazing. Just so you know you yourself Bryce Perkins right you got that lunch with coach one goat stand to another goat they don't even know that's a goat right they just know you're yeah. a new quarterback I had the same conversation with Bryce Hall because uh, when Bryce was it was his sophomore year he took a picture so Quinn is real f- good friends with me so Quinn took a picture of my daughter at the movie theater who was saying you know the last Planet of the Apes and um took a picture with Quinn and I didn't even pay attention who was the third person in the picture right and yeah. I remember me and Bryce was chopping it up at uh, Georgia Tech last year at the game at Georgia Tech and um, I'm telling him about my daughter play soccer and my son he was like oh let me see a picture of your kids so I'm scrolling through you feel me and I get to the picture with uh, with Quinn and my daughter so I'm like here go my daughter with Quinn right and he looking he like oh I remember taking that picture and I'm like taking a picture what you mean? He said, I'm right there. <laughs> He's standing right beside my daughter with Quinn, a goat to another goat. So yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy how the Lord works, bro. And, you know, just seeing, just knowing your story, when the first time I met you, you a big Spider-Man fan. You know, any superhero you could be, you was going to be Spider-Man. You remember that on the walkthrough? Yep, yep. Right and, first one. And, and just seeing, you know, you progress and, and the relationship we built as far as me understanding like you being that dog and I don't know if you listened to the last podcast I had of the season or oh, this was season's over I was like you top five my top five dead of a lie like that's not just me trying to size you because I know you or me trying to get cool points because I'm a straight shooter like I've had plenty of dudes like yeah. your dog I felt like you was coming at me on this podcast I'm like nah I'm just motivating you like you good if you wasn't good I wouldn't say nothing about you but that's just me giving me giving you're giving roses to you while you're here because a lot of times as athletes we got that hate gene that we resent and we don't want to give people their props so that's just me saying look bro i done i done been around sean moore i played with aaron brooks who i feel is the second best ever quarterback that played here and i feel like you right there when people say i put bryce behind sean i got no qualms and ab is a hero to me and for me to just be like Uh That's you know, like I feel like what you did for this program, man, to put it back on the map, it's perfect timing. And I know you still got more in store. And with that being said, where you training at right now? And who's your representation as you get ready for this NFL draft? Uh man, I'm, I'm rocking with Eric Metz, long time, long time vet in the game, man. 30, 30 plus years being an agent. Okay. His agency was uh was the ones that represented my dad. He wasn't the one, but he was part of the agency that represented my dad. What's the name of his agency? Huh? What's the name of his agency? Legacy. 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 Oh, yo. Legacy. Legacy management. Legacy (laughs) management. Yeah, you know how, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, everything always aligns how it's supposed to align. Facts, fam. Legacy management. I'm out here in Huntington, uh, Huntington Beach, training with SQB. You seen Tino Ortiz uh, yet? You said what? <laughs> I said you seen Tito Ortiz yet? 
Nah, I ain't seen it yet. You know, I'll I, I be ducked off, man. I'll I be tired, man. I'll be nowhere. I don't be nowhere. <laughs> I don't be no Hey yo, player. no, you ain't had to emphasize it like that. No way. You ain't had to emphasize no way. Cause I want everybody to know. <laughs> I go, I work out, I I do speed, I throw, and I come back here and I cool it because the next day is bright early and my body is not ready to do anything extra but come back and work out and then repeat. Facts. You taking it serious, man, and and I, and yeah, and uh, out here, I mean, guys are uh, these guys, you know, train a lot of vets. I mean, a lot of vets, a lot of vets mm. in the league, and and you know, they're Tom Tom House's group, which is Tom Brady's quarterback. Yeah, coach, so. I'm about to say the goat. So so you know, get it going out there doing throwing, and then you know the vets come like uh, right after us. Mm-hmm. Some of the vets come and and watching them. And, and it's just good work and it's, it's good to witness and good to see, you know, the type of quarterbacks that are in the league and, you know, they come out there and they sling it. So motivation definitely. And, and I'm out here in Southern California getting that work in. Facts. So what was your opinion with, 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 with the combine? Did you did you feel like you was going to get invited? And when it didn't happen, what, what was your thoughts? Oh yeah, no, uh, yeah, hundred percent. I thought I was gonna get invited. I did too. I put that on Hundred percent. I was looking at just the. Uh, I was looking at what I did mm-hmm. and comparing it, and I was like, "There's no way I wouldn't." But when it happened, so after that first, um, the first wave went out. You know, me and Haas were talking, and. Uh, I talked to him on the phone and we were talking about because uh, he didn't know if he was going to get invited either. And um, so his his came out like so the waves came out for him that day earlier than mine. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was supposed to find out and he talked, I said, look, I said, I, I don't even know. Um, and towards the end, when I was kind of like I was getting I was getting prepared. And I was like, all right, bet. If if I don't, that's not the end of the world. And I was I was basically preparing myself for that. Um, and I was telling him, I said, look, it, it don't it don't matter. Uh you you we don't get invited to the combat. If I don't get invited tomorrow, it's whatever, because I mean at the end of the day we work harder than anybody and regardless that work gonna show up. If, if 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 you don't go to the combine shoot, if you don't even get drafted, you get on a squad and, and you're gonna be better than everybody else. And it's all politics. That's how the game goes. But That's you know, how go. and I, I, like Haas, you a dog, yeah. And uh, and and we dogs in general. So we gonna shine wherever we go. Mm. And you look at you look oh. at O, who didn't get drafted or didn't get to the combine, and he got his shot. And yep. he's um, you know, he, he he started making plays and and uh, and everything like that. So when I when I get invited, you know, I just trust to the game and. And uh, that next week of training, I was at it with a purpose. I'm still at it with a purpose, but I picked it up. I picked it up another notch, uh, another notch mentally mm-hmm. after, after that one. Uh, uh, and and you know, I, I was I was never I was never pouting. You know, after I didn't get invited, I wasn't pouting none of that. I was I was all right, bet they gonna feel me and kept it pushing. Didn't get invited, all right, bet put that behind me. All right, 
Now, now I'm getting now I'm getting ready for pro day. Now I got an extra week. I'm, I got an extra week out here now. Getting right. There you go, oh, yeah. man. They gave me a, they gave me an extra week. Uh, they messed up. All right, bet. So, you know, I'm doing stuff like that, and, and I'm doing I'm doing two pro days. I'm doing Arizona State, and I'm doing Virginia. So, yeah, that's uh, what's up right there. Exclusive. You heard him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm doing both. I'm doing two. So, more eyes on me, and, and just another opportunity to show what I got. So you know it's so that mindset's amazing, right? Because we talked about just the mindset, how everything aligns, and you just said something to me that I think could go the same regardless, right? So you get that 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 alert that you're invited to the combine that next week, you're going to make sure you're ready for the combine. You got yeah. that alert that you're not invited. What did you do? I'm gonna make sure I'm ready because I'm not going to the combine. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, you you really can't pout because regardless, you got to put on the show. You still got to showcase. You're just not on the TV showcase, and that could be a blessing because that that could those are strenuous days. I didn't go to the combine myself, but just talking to several guys that went to the combine with all the interviews and 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 the times and how everything is mapped out, how it can be draining, especially for a quarterback. You know, you going up on the chalkboard, you go to these interviews on the podium. Are you now? This is one of the things that where where it comes down to you because you're a dual threat. Are you going to run? Now you're throwing the receivers who you don't know. So everything could be a blessing in disguise. And like you said, now you got, you're working out at two different universities. You're going to work at Arizona State and at UVA, especially when you come to UVA, or both of them, because you're going to have guys that you build a rapport with. And if it's, pol- if it's political, then your representation got to be straight. You feel what I'm saying? So your script, those receivers are just important than actually you throwing the ball because they chart you know incompletes even though they may a receiver may drop the ball they still chart it as an incompletion so hey man i think you got i definitely think you got the right mindset and i looked through a couple of these um these pre-draft mock drafts like rankings i seen you um number 10 on quite a few overall quarterbacks coming out i seen you as high as number seven i seen one dude had you over jalen hurts and i thought that was a, a definitely like a tip of the hat Cause you know what Jalen did this year, Oklahoma. Um, so you definitely on the radar, fam. And I do think the Clemson game and the Florida State game, you definitely demonstrated that. Hey, I'm not a runner. I can throw the ball because those are two top, not especially Clemson defense. Your yeah. boys yeah, versus them. Strokes. Your boys versus them, man. You did the damn thing because you. I always say you remind me of Lamar when we played versus Louisville because if you didn't blitz Lamar, Lamar wasn't going to run. He was gonna sit in the pocket and throw, and that's yeah. what I always picture you as. Like you're not a a runner. You're a guy who is able to extend plays with his legs and gain yards if it presents itself. But at the end of the day, you gonna let that thing go. Yeah, gotta let it fly, man. <laughs> hey, it's 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 easier to throw fifty than run for fifty. Hey, say that one more time for the people who think you just a running quarterback. Cause that's a that's a that's a throwing quarterback mentality. Say that one more time. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good bar, man. It's easier to throw the ball fifty yards than it is to run fifty yards. So hey. anytime I get a chuck it, I'm gonna chuck. I feel you, man. So look, dog, we done been on ninety minutes, man. You know I could yeah. talk to my dog all day, but I know you out there doing your thing, uh, building your future legacy, man. I definitely appreciate you taking time out your day, man, and uh. Always definitely appreciate you repping, repping the brand too, man. Um, I've had folks say, yo, oh, man, that's the shirt that Bryce Perkins had on the other day. Whose shirt is that? And I'm like, oh, that's actually me. So I appreciate you for that, bro. You wore the black with the gold one day. 
and somebody saw you and told me that they was wondering where that shirt came from. So salute oh, to yeah, you, you for know, that, it's bro. All, it's all in the family, man. And we got and I gotta get the address once once we done with the interview, cause yeah, I'm sending care packages. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, hey, you know, I I'm with it, whatever, you know what I mean? Hey, but before we let I'm you go in the in the uh interview, man, with 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 the top five dead alive, a guy who kept the number three greatness going. Do you oh I do want to ask you that. Do you realize what you was getting into when you took jersey number three? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I, already I asked you that before, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh I remember I took it, I, I got it and then I mean, like a week later or, or a week before. I don't know. I don't know if it's before or after I got the number. I talked to Quinn. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, I talked to him uh, one of the first few times. I maybe talked to him a couple times before that. But I talked to him and he was like, uh, he said, uh, he said it's, it's not my number no more. It's your number. It'll be great. Mm. I think that boy trying yeah. to, he trying to be me. I'm going to get his ass for that. <laughs> he, he, told me, he told me that. I said, I got you. I said, I got you. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it. I'm, I'm going to keep the pressure on with, with the number. So, mm. um, you know, so we, we, we kept it going. You know, the ball, the ballers is wearing three. Ooh. All right. So one more question before I let you salute the, the Wahoo fans and your, and your pardon uh, monologue. Um, They want to know about Lucky lefty Brendan Armstrong. What are your thoughts on Brendan? He's a dog, and, and if anybody hasn't seen, uh, he's gonna be special. And, and for people that just come to practice and watch, mm-hmm. he, he's 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 gonna be a dog. There you go. He, you heard he, it from the goat. Dog. You ain't got nobody. Got to worry anything about it. I I I expect the UVA team, UVA office, to be better than us by by so much. So he's a match. He's a gunslinger. Man, you said the same thing Joe and Hasee said. They said the same thing. The same thing because it's true. Yeah, we all we all see it. He, he's a dog, <laughs> and hey, and, and he can get out there and, and extend that thing on you. Too. Oh yes, sir. He, he can get out there and uh, uh, don't come up. Think you can take a, a shallow angle because he will. He will. He will turn them things on. Mm, with them little pity pat steps he be taking. He be floating with yeah, them little yeah. short steps. He, yeah, he, he be. Yeah, he be. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. So I know you got to go, man. What What do you want to say to to Wahoo Nation and the administrators and everybody that believe in my guy three to the neck? Man, it it was it was great. Two years. It felt longer than that, just because the relationships, the support, uh, the bond, the family of the whole community, the fans, uh, unmatched, man. I'm, I'm thankful that I was able to. Um, come into a situation with so much open arms and so much love and uh, truly enjoyed playing in front of the fans and truly enjoyed being a UVA student athlete in the community and everybody that has, uh, you know, came before me, uh, been fans for so many years. Um, I love y'all. Thank y'all for amazing two years and, um, you know, uh, and, and, and no matter where I go, man, I'm gonna do it to the neck. Mm. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm always gonna do it to the neck. And and um, and I always will always forever remember where it started and and where you know you know my family is. I consider y'all family because y'all my family. So I love y'all. 
There you go, man. I'm not following it up. I'm just letting that go. My man Bryce Perkins, he blesses with his time. This is over 90 minutes of pure, undulterated. Well, I can't say that because this is a PG. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so that was my man Bryce Perkins, man. Wahoo, great. Top five, dead of a lot. QB, I don't care what y'all say. That's what I'm riding with. We definitely appreciate him riding out. So there you have it. Hopefully you enjoyed the interview, man. He broke the record, man. He he, he broke another record. That's 90 minutes of content. Just a, a, a great young man, a, a dude that's always been down from day one to speak with me and, and break bread. And he wanted to come on the show and, and just, you know, share his thoughts on just his journey, man. So that was three to the neck, man. I know it was longer, but hopefully you enjoy everything that young man said, man. Definitely. A dope, dope individual, man. Salute to his parents as well, his brother, um, and his family, man. That's it. Ballhawk, we out. I want the whole world spin my record. Shero, the hoodie styles, check game, stay free records. Ho! Shorty girl, fed to death in a massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a fitty head, I be massaging. Picky rings on my finger, I massage I got a speedboat concert cause I massage I coming through about a whole kind of large I been massaging, I been massaged I'm coming through with Cadillacs and massaging Yeah, both subconsciously massaging I got GPS, I been massaging I catch croaker fish cause I massaging I like a macaroni plate, I been massaging Even oodles and noodles, I been massaging Straight out the ghetto Cause I'm massaging I got ice around my neck Cause I'm massaging Or even gold teeth I'm massaging A pinky ring iced out Cause I'm massaging I got a hundred million dollars I be massaging I got ten dollars I be massaging I got a thousand dollars I be massaging I got twenty-two cents And be massaging I take a penny And be massaging I tell shorty girl fat I be massaging Your big two I be massaging I be massaging I be massaging I got a GPS stern with massaging. Whole share road chain be massaging. I got a Uzi, I be massaging. I got a 12 gauge pump, I massage. I got a hundred thousand, I massage. Ain't broke, I be massaging. I stay paid, I be massaging. I stay late, I be massaging. I hit the poop all night cause I'm massaging. She wanna come through loaded and massage. Whole team, we massage. Bad new party constantly massage. Ain't no joke, I be massaging. Even the bacon and eggs, I be massaging. Huh? Polo shirts, Chateau Adidas, I be massaging. I love you, sweetie cake. Spin my record, let me give you the game. Oh, how to get rich. Take a penny, and flip a penny, then 40 billion. Huh? Why? I be massaging. What? Car stern wheel. I be massaging. The whole, the whole label of the state free records in the VA. Oh, we be massaging. Let's have a money shot. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.